Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. And on your smart speaker, presented by Progressive Insurance, he's Matt Jones. I'm Randy Scott. He's down there in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I'm up here in Bristol, Connecticut. I'm wondering which of us that makes Paul Heyman. It, it might be, as someone who deals with him, Matt, that's, that probably probably makes him you, well, I mean, right? Being, well, I'm in the, being in the wrestling game, you know, there occasionally I'll show up on television and I have a role as kind of the evil owner. And so there's a little Paul Heyman in that. But uh, I, th- I do think that's a good call on Carlin sounding like Paul Heyman. I think he really yes. does. I actually think that he does not sound like Eli Gold. Somebody that said that has never been in the South or understands a Southern accent. But no. but but I do, like you, for instance. I can see But it. I do think that there is a lot of Paul Heyman in, in, uh, in Chris Carlin. Touchdown, Alabama. That sort of you gotta is. stop being That's Eli Gold. You okay? I tell you what, feels like it. If you're gonna keep doing this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get. I have Eli Gold's number. I will get him on this show and get him to yell at you and say, "Stop disrespecting the legend." I mean, that was a man who used to call every Sunday the NASCAR races on the Nashville Network. Yeah. They'd be live at North Wilkesboro or Martinsville, and you'd hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And for you to disrespect it with your you know, SpongeBob SquarePants voice is very frustrating. I, well, you know, they say that's that's hurtful. They say impressions are, you know, the most sincerest forms of, of flattery. That's all that is. Like, I, you know, when I'm out here. Yeah. Reading, but, you, but that's where you end up trying to sound moderately like the person. Yeah. But and like, I. We establish I do. Daryl Hammond, Jay Farrow, they got nothing to worry about with you <laughs> and your ability to uh, to do it. I'm good at. <laughs> I can get an impression of an impression. That's where all mine come from. That's the Harry Carey. That's my G W Bush. You know, they're all Will Ferrell knockoffs. That's all that was. You know. Yeah. Well, it's, I, it's good for. I, I it's think good you for need America. To, you need to stick to Sports Center, young man. It's good for freedom. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty, that was who I was t- talking about with the beer test that we were talking about earlier. Like, who do you want to sit down and have a beer with, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? And you said, you know, sometimes people vote that way for presidential elections. And, and in 2000, that was that was G.W. Bush. And if you're not old enough to remember it, didn't G.W. own part of the Texas Rangers? Like, yeah, he used to sit down he was an owner. talk yeah, baseball was, with him. Yeah, you could. But uh, I'd, I'd rather talk with him than listen to you try to be him. It's not, you know, I just it was an off the cuff. Eli Gold was it? Was it great? No, was it good? Yes, I think it. I think it probably was. Far le- How's this for a segue? You ready to segue like a mall cop? Far worse than good or great. The quarterback play of Russell Wilson last season with the Denver Broncos, and Maybe now he has to deal with the slings and arrows. I don't want to say character assassination, but this was an interesting time for this article from the Athletic today. It was an interesting tenor, and it's been interesting to see a noted lack of social media defense from Seahawk teammates on this accusation because it does harken back to Russell Wilson's Seattle days. The report from The Athletic on Friday saying that Wilson pushed to have Seahawks coach Pete Carroll fired 
prior to Wilson's departure from Seattle, as well as general manager John Schneider, to also be fired. Wilson asked Seattle ownership in February 2022 to fire both Carroll and GM John Schneider in the hopes that Sean Payton would be the new coach. Again, this is according to a report Friday from The Athletic. So not only did Russell Wilson have have a, a, a demand, a request, he also had a plan, Matt. He had a plan that he just had to wait, you know, a, a, a one team away and two years away, and here he is, or two seasons away, rather, once again, or at least reunited with Sean Payton as he hoped. Yeah, I mean, I again, I have no idea if that's what he wanted or not, but it is a yes or no question. What he wanted may be in his brain, but if he tried to push ownership to do it, then I think that really is a, a bad look. Not because he shouldn't, you know, he didn't have the leverage, etc., but you know, Pete Carroll and John Schneider were a huge part of making Russell Wilson Russell Wilson. And I notice in his statement that he basically said something to the effect of, you know, I adore them. But he also didn't say, I did not do that, right? And I Correct. think that's because there's probably some grain of truth in it. And you now get your wish with Sean Pay- uh, with Peyton. I- I- I'm surprised he took that job. I don't know that there's a huge upside to Russell, w- to Russell Wilson, but we'll find out. I mean, we're going to find out if Russell Wilson was right or not because he's going to have a chance. He will have the coach he wants. He will have the offense he wants. He will get a chance probably to let Russ be Russ, and we'll find out if Pete Carroll and, and, and was right in sort of thinking he didn't have the same skill set. The uh, tweet from Wilson was, I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was to win. I'll always have respect for them and for my love for Seattle. Also saying, uh, yeah, like you say, Carol was a father figure to me and that Schneider believed in me and uh, drafted me as well. Uh, the, the mm, You touched on something earlier in the show. Just because it's popular right now to just drag Russell Wilson, right, to make fun of Mr. Unlimited and yes. wonder, you know, how a seemingly squarish guy like that has a wife like the one that he has in Ciara, who's immensely talented as a musician. Like, there are, there are contrasts at play here, and people like to make fun of things that they don't understand or that they're jealous of, and Russell Wilson, you know, has achieved wealth and success athletically and all this good stuff. But he is somewhat awkward in some of his social media. He's not somewhat awkward. He's completely awkward. You know, we talked about who do you want to have a beer with? Nobody wants to have a beer with a person less than you want to have it with (laughs) Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson to me is like a top five athlete that I would meet and go, hey man, how you doing? And then keep going because I can't imagine he's fun to be around. You know, I mean, he just, and it's clear that teammates either actively don't like him or don't really consider him one of the guys. I mean, at the end of the day, in any workplace you're in, there are people who are part of the group, and then there are people who, even if you respect them, they don't get invited to the office uh, happy hour after work. And I don't think Russell Wilson goes to the office happy hour. Now, maybe he doesn't care, but he's just not he's just not one of those guys. And I think that's all fine and dandy when you are great. When you are great, everyone accepts your quirks. But when you show vulnerability, your quirks start to annoy people a lot more. 
We're seeing that with Aaron Rodgers. He could be a little bit of a jerk, and he could be a little bit strange. But you know what? He was awesome. It's fine. But then when he stopped being awesome or when there was – or he couldn't move quite as much, then that stuff really starts to annoy you a lot more. Russell Wilson, I don't think, was ever one of the guys. It didn't matter, though, because he was playing great. But now – He's not playing great and not being one of the guys and having the office. All that stuff starts to wear a lot more. Well, that's just it. So it's I, I want to get to what Ryan Clark had to say about it, because I I have viewed Russell Wilson having an office, having a personal quarterbacks coach as as exceptions to the generally accepted quarterback rule in the National Football League. Understanding that that position more than any other is the most important one on the field. But still, to capitulate to those demands does undermine a coach, and and I think it enables a a quarterback, as we've seen, if you are to believe this article from The Athletic, it enables a quarterback to feel like he has more say and more power and make this sort of power play, because that's what it is when you're asking for a coach and a general manager to be fired. Let's hear from, can we still hear from Ryan Clark quickly? This was earlier today on this report from The Athletic. The problem is this. Because of Russell Wilson's well-crafted public persona and the things we've always wanted to believe about him or the things he's always wanted everyone to believe about him, when we hear Russell Wilson may have wanted a coach fire, we go, oh, everybody clutches their pearls. Russell Wilson's a human who has emotions about other people that may not be positive sometimes. That's football. That's life. That's business. And so I don't care how he looks. It's actually not my job to judge how Russell Wilson looks. My job is to judge how Russell Wilson plays. Russell Wilson wanted Sean Payton. Russell Wilson now has Sean Payton. Now, Russell Wilson better look better than he looked last year because then it won't matter who he has to be fired because they'll be trying to fire him. I think that's entirely fair just because you are squeaky clean and maybe a square image you're allowed to disagree but you also have to understand that the fall is steeper when you present yourself a certain way and behind the scenes again if you're to believe this athletic article you're acting the best example of this always has been this to me bobby knight could be everything bobby knight was when he was winning when he started losing that stuff got him fired right that's just how it is. Bobby Knight could be a jerk. He could be mean to reporters. He could yell at students. And people found a reason to excuse it. And then the day he started losing, it was looked at differently. All athletes, everyone needs to understand that, including Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is learning that. And if Russ can't make it work, couldn't rather with Carroll, you wonder how it's going to happen, how it's going to work with Sean Payton to Bill Parcells Disciple. Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Miller with three. Miller to the rim. Miller with the left hand. Brandon Miller should not be playing for the Crimson Tide right now. To keep him out last night would be to appeasing the critics out there who jumped on this story Tuesday, five and a half to six weeks after the fact. Until the investigation is clear, a little more clean, understanding, I don't think he should have played. I understand that they're trying to be fair to a player who has not been charged with any kind of a crime. Fair does not play into this. 
All right, so I'm looking up here in the studio here in Bristol, Connecticut, and it's Matt Jones, Randy Scott, in for the guys on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And we have our talented reporter, Coley Harvey, live in Tuscaloosa, as he has been for the better part of this week, continuing to follow the story surrounding Brandon Miller, now former Alabama basketball teammate Darius Miles, and the shooting death of a young woman very close to Alabama's campus uh, on January 23rd. The facts as we understand them, and Matt, please check me on this if I'm in anyway straying into 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 gray area here but the the accusation from tuscaloosa police this week was that brandon miller upon receiving a text from teammate and now excuse me former teammate darius miles asking miller to bring miles miles's gun that miller did that brought the gun to miles miles gave the gun to a third man mike davis and that Davis is accused of shooting and killing a 23-year-old woman very close, as we said, to Alabama's yes. campus. It, I think that's correct. Those I are the that... facts as we understand them. What has happened and how Alabama has handled it since then, specifically basketball coach Nate Oates, is what is continuing to draw criticism yeah. to the second-ranked team in the country. I think it's got to be – so for people who don't know, and I hate to say this, but I, I just don't want people to think I'm just spouting anything. I, I was a lawyer for a number of years before I moved to sports, right? So I think to do this correctly, you have to look at what the law is, and then you have to look at responsibilities beyond the law. I have read everything that the uh, Tuscaloosa prosecutor has said and everything that Brandon Miller's attorney has said, and I think they are both in agreement that Brandon Miller, as of now, there's nothing to charge him with a crime. And looking at the situation, I think that's probably a, the correct decision. It, Miles apparently allegedly told Miller, bring my gun, which led to him driving a car where the gun was in the back seat. According to B- Miller and the Tuscaloosa prosecutor has not disputed this, he never touched it. He brought the car and then Miles went and got the gun. Now, is that a good decision? No, it's actually a really terrible decision on many yeah. levels. Right. But is it illegal? Because the, the requirement is to be an accessory to a, to a murder, you have to have brought something with the intent to aid and abet the, the crime. And absent anything but driving the car in a state like Alabama, which is an open carry state, I don't think that's illegal. So that's question one. But then question two is the Alabama part which is, should he have been suspended for driving a gun to, to, uh, to, to someone? You could, I think, definitely argue the answer to that is yes, right? Like, you might have a right to carry a gun, but you might say, we here in Alabama basketball, we don't want you guys out late on a Saturday night taking your friend's guns. And I think that would be a completely reasonable situation. But even if you disagree with that, Part three is where I think Alabama really screwed up, which was Nate Oates' statement. Oh, yeah. His statement was one of the most tone-deaf things I've ever heard someone say. To get up and say, well, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, he drove the gun there. He drove himself to the place. He drove himself to the place with a gun. Now, he may not have had any idea his friend was going to, uh, or, you know, his, or his friend was going to give the gun to somebody who shot somebody. I can believe that. But it's not wrong place at the wrong time when you drove the gun there. And even if it was, dude, that's not what you say when somebody has died. 
That is not what you say when a 23-year-old mother has been killed. And he said it with such nonchalant, in such a nonchalant nature. He presumably has known about these facts for a long time, and he couldn't come up with something better than that. That is a failure in leadership and judgment. And I have been a Nate Oates fan. I think he's a really good coach. I like his, I've liked his style. I've liked his sort of confidence. But this was an egregious screw-up. Now, he did come out afterwards and release a statement saying I screwed up. And today he talked. I didn't hear him say a lot that, that really mattered. But I can't believe how poor a judgment it is. And, Randy, he actually mm-hmm. took a situation where his player may have done nothing illegal and maybe – should or shouldn't have been suspended, and he made it worse for his kid, right? Because now yeah. they're going to be asked about this from now on, and it's Nate Oates's fault. He could not have handled this worse. Let's let's hear from Oates. We have a, a little snippet of what he had to say uh, today about this. Again, this is now, I guess, his third swing at it, right? Because the first yes. time he talked about it, he said wrong place, wrong time, and as you said, was nonchalant the follow-up he says i'm not here to make excuses but i want to make it clear i didn't have the details from that hearing that morning since i was coming straight from practice i used a poor choice of words making it appear i wasn't taking this tragic situation seriously which i have throughout the course of it i sincerely apologize for that i want to come back to that in a moment first let's hear what oates had to say today we've been taking it very seriously from day one i mean the first minute I got the information I called Greg and we've talked about it and we've known the severity of it but you know Greg I thought did a great job addressing those comments on Wednesday and I you know I don't really have much else to add to it we feel like we've done the right thing in this case you know so I'm gonna leave it at that with Greg's comments that he addressed He's not going to be able to do that, Randy, from now on. That, I mean, here's the thing. This is, this is a, they're going to be a number one seed. There's an argument they're the best team in the country, okay? The, you know this. As the tournament goes farther, there's going to be more media there, right? Oh, like yeah. all of a sudden the New York Times is there, and they haven't been at your games before. You right. know what I mean? Right. The Washington Post is there, and they haven't been at your games before. And he's not going to be able to get away with that. He's not going to be able to say, I, well, we've, we think we've said the right thing. First of all, you didn't handle it right. You, Nate Oates, handled it terribly. Now, should he, go, should he be charged? I don't think so. Should he be suspended? I think he probably should have been for a couple games, but he wasn't. But the one thing that is completely without doubt is that Nate Oates screwed it up, and he should, in my opinion, be even more apologetic for how terribly he handled it. Everything he said in that soundbite that we just played flies in the face of what he said midweek to apologize. Him saying, we took it seriously from day one, this and this, as soon as we were made aware of the charges, all this other. And then earlier in the week, he says, I didn't have the details from that hearing. Either you did take it seriously from day one, or you didn't have the details from the hearing. Those two things cannot exist in the same universe, let alone within the same program, let alone about the same you know, murder, as you said, of a 23-year-old young woman. Uh, it's going to be something to watch, as you mentioned, because Alabama is such a good basketball team. So the no, they're the focus, best. Team. I think they're the best team in the country. I really focus. do. Yeah, I mean, in, in in an up and down, not an up and down, in a in a wide open, a, a more wide open. Uh, college basketball landscape, at least on the men's side this year. We're going to talk NFL. It's Matt Jones, Randy Scott in for the guys, and a contract that could have a massive impact and perhaps a course correction on the future of the most important position on the field in the National Football League. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. What are we doing? Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And on your smart speaker on this Friday, we just got Friday vibes everywhere. Fribes Day, nailed it. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Wait, 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 hang on just a second. What What's up? You, you, just, you just said, well, first of all, you're presented by Progressive Insurance. I want to make sure you get that in. That is did true. Did you just say it was Fribes Day? Yeah, if you have Friday vibes, it's Fribes are Day. You, are you 17? I'm just like, combining when did that the, happen? the words combine themselves. I'd, it's up to me to arrange them. Yeah, but I don't. I, I mean, what, how old are you? Just out of curiosity. 40. 40 years old. Okay. You don't hear a lot of 40-year-olds <laughs> saying that it's Fribes Day. Yeah. You don't have a lot of 40-year-olds uh, flying to Tampa in April to go to the Taylor Swift concert either. I'm a contrast, man. Wait, wait, I'm, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait I'm, I'm you're, a contrast you're, you're, in style. You're flying to Tampa to yep. go see Taylor Swift. That's correct. I couldn't get tickets up oh. here. Couldn't and get so tickets. you're going to Tampa. Going to Tampa. That's where I got a pre-sale code Is it for. on, hopefully for you, uh, Fribes Day? It's not. Is that it's what on it's going to be? It's on a pre-end Thursday, as a matter of fact. Thursday, pre-end. got it. Hotel Is that room? the weakness of the pre uh, The weekend of the pre-end? <laughs> no. The pre-end. The weekend starts officially. Oh, it's, not we- it's not the weekend of the preakness. It's pre-weekend. How so old it's are pre-end. you? How old are you? First of all, I don't want you to act like it's normal for a 40-year-old man to say you've got Fribes <laughs> Day. I don't want you to act like that's normal. I don't want you to even think like it's normal. Because when this show is over, oh, you're going to have to go out in public. And if you go out in public and look at anyone's age, yeah. if you look at fellow 40-year-olds, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. If you look at 16-year-olds and say it's Fribes Day, they're going to roll your eyes at you and go, old man, that's not your word to Fair. say. Fair. I just, I just came up with you to be. I just want you to do your thing, but not Fribes. I came up with Fribes a moment ago. We were all here at the genesis of Fribes. So (laughs) Fribes Day, it might be a t-shirt. As quickly as it was created. It might might die on the vine. I don't know. I've never been happier to not be able to figure out the iPad so that I cannot see the look of disdain and scorn on your face. There Currently. was both. Yeah. There was Skiss Day, and there was so much score. Oh, see? You can get it on it as well. But in all seriousness, are you about my age, about 40? 
I don't like to say it in public, okay. but you're, you let's bet, just say, uh, but no, I'm 44. Yes, okay, I'm 44. so we're about, all right. So, but I feel like maybe it's it's where like you've you're a, I look at you as an as an adult, like you are an actual grown up. You're a multi business owner. You are diversified in your portfolio, all that stuff. <laughs> I did stand up during the recession in 08, 09 in Tampa for a couple of years. Did a bunch of impressions that I can't do anymore because some of them have been canceled. And they're just wildly outdated. Like, my bit about Bill Clinton rescuing a hostage in North Korea, that doesn't hold up. That was a very specific, isolated yeah, I mean, incident I, I, in 2009. I don't really think anybody wants to hear your your impressions from the cast of The Three's Company. But I do think, however, <laughs> that I'm just trying to keep you from from doing some of these other, uh, other terms. Very but, fair. Know, very fair. I had a geographic thing about how Michigan looks like a mitten. And why don't we just just stop now? Do that. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. trying to help you. So I'm it's Matt Jones, Randy Scott, with you on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, we mentioned, I mean, we talked about a pre-show. Who do we blame? And I don't think we blame Deshaun Watson for signing the contract that he did. We perhaps blame the Browns for getting in a bidding war with themselves and offering a fully guaranteed five-year, two hundred thirty million dollar contract. This is yesterday's news, but it's today's impact. Quite frankly possibly a future impact as well on NFL deals for the following quarterbacks because they're they are in line. Like, let's say you're, I don't know, out of Boston, Logan International Airport. You see the planes lining up, a rare, clear night on the water, and you can see the planes in the distance lining up to land. Those planes are Joe Burrow, are Justin Herbert, uh, Justin Fields, and the plane closest to that runway right now is Lamar Jackson. Is he going to land on a fully guaranteed contract runway because he is representing himself, he and his family, and they point and they say, oh, no, no, this guy, this guy that got 230 guaranteed mil, we're better than that guy. We're an MVP. We 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 can get you to the postseason and flame out. We are that guy. We deserve more guaranteed money, fully guaranteed deal, or Matt Jones is the NFL going to say, hey, we're not responsible for our crazy cousin Cleveland and the decisions that they've made. We're going to correct this a little bit, bring everybody back between the buoys here, and we're going to get you some guaranteed money, but in no way is it going to be a fully guaranteed deal. Well, look, it's perfectly reasonable for Lamar to see what Deshaun Watson made, say, I am better and I want it guaranteed and more. That's perfectly reasonable. It's also perfectly reasonable for the Baltimore Ravens to say the Cleveland Browns are a stupid organization that does stupid things, and we're not doing the same thing. So both of their positions, to some extent, are reasonable. I understand both of their positions. I tend to agree with Baltimore's position. You just can't do it. Okay, so let's say that you know the the Jersey Shore, the situation. Let's say some <laughs> company gives him $25 million to make a movie, right? Okay, so Leo DiCaprio may say, I am a lot better actor than the situation. I deserve $30 million. But the movie company goes, if we pay you $30 million, we can't make money. So sorry, Leo. We'd love to have you, but we can't. That's how I look at this. There's just no reason to pay Lamar guaranteed money at the level Deshaun Watson did. A, he's not the best quarterback in the league. He's very good, but he's not the best. It'll take up a huge percentage of your cap, and the thing he always wants, which is more weapons, he'll get less of. But B, and this is the biggest problem, he hasn't stayed healthy in the last two years. He just hasn't. 
And so I can't give guaranteed money that's going to lock me down for the next five or six years, especially when I go look and see what happened to Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Really, honestly, what happened to Deshaun Watson and the Browns, why would I sign up for that? I'm not signing up for that. So I understand why Lamar asks it. I still want to say to Lamar, and I love Lamar. He was in Kentucky. He was in Louisville. He's a, I think he's a great kid. Get an agent, man. You're, there's an old saying in the law. If you have yourself uh, yeah. as a lawyer, you have, mm-hmm. a, you, you know, you're, uh, you, or excuse me, if you, if you make yourself a lawyer, you have the worst lawyer you can. I'm butchering it like George W. Bush did, but I'm, but that's the point. You never represent yourself. <laughs> you don't. And he's not even a lawyer. So don't represent yourself. But I, if I'm the Ravens, I say, we love you, Lamar. I'm not giving you that guaranteed money. I'm just not. It's what it is a fool for a client, isn't that? Yes, sort that's of the, exactly right. If you have yourself for a lawyer, you got yeah. a fool for a client. That's right. exactly right. But and, and I understand wanting to save the the three or four percent or whatever it is. Um, you know, but if no, you're, if just hire a lawyer. But see, not I wanna, now, not on these stakes. I, I, but do what Grant Hill did. So Grant mm-hmm. Hill didn't want to give five percent of his salary to an agent. You know what he did? He went to the best law firm in America and hired a lawyer by the hour. Okay. Okay. And he ended up paying significantly less. And you know what? Mm. It was smart. Yeah. But I'll tell you what's not smart. Using yourself when you've never been to law school. It's it's a terrible decision. <laughs> and I love Lamar, but that's a terrible decision. And he needs to change it because what's going to end up happening is this is going to be a stalemate and nobody's going to be be happy. I don't think yeah, he's not going to get that guaranteed money. He's not going to even get a dollar more Price is Right style than Deshaun Watson in terms of fully guaranteed money and he's also not capable of playing 16 17 games each of the last two seasons his quarterback style doesn't allow for it I don't see the Ravens doing it we saw though a college basketball coach fired today we're going to jump into that in the SEC and more in three and out Matt Jones Randy Scott in for the guys Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Sending you into the weekend here on Sirius XM Channel 80 and on your smart speaker with Matt Jones and Randy Scott uh, with three and out. And it's brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a great rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Three and out. Let's start. You brought this to the table today, Matt Jones. Uh, Ole Miss firing head basketball coach Kermit Davis. Doing so this close to the SEC tournament. I know Ole Miss isn't going anywhere, but how did that strike you? 
Well, I mean, I I don't think most people particularly care about Kermit Davis. No offense to him. He went 74 and 79. I thought he'd be a good hire. It didn't work out. But here's what's interesting about it. I think you only fire a guy with three games left in the season if you are trying to get a head start on hiring another guy. And a young man named Rick Patino yesterday did an interview, oh. which I couldn't believe he I couldn't believe he did this interview. He did an interview in which he said, you know, at the end of the year, I'd like to go to a bigger job than Iona, which has got to make those, those <laughs> Iona kids feel really good. And I don't think it's coincidence that with him out on the out there, they might have done it. There's also been some reports today they're interested in Will Wade, former LSU coach. I sure. have a feeling Ole Miss is trying to swing for the fences and hire somebody big. And I was just thinking Rick Patino and Lane Kiffin in Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, the party man. will be out of control with those two <laughs> men in the Grove. That would be tremendous. I was wondering if he would try if Patino – the elder Patino would try to get closer to his son out there in New no. Mexico, see if there was some way, but well, I, I don't see a true. larger... I guess it's not that much closer, but it's a little closer. Little I just bit. think he wants to coach in a power conference. I don't think a traditional great program is going to hire him, but a school like Ole Miss might be perfect. It might be perfect. Uh, let's get to the NBA, where the Atlanta Hawks are closing in, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, our ESPN NBA insider, on hiring Quinn Snyder of Utah jazz fame. And then if you ever see a picture of Quinn Snyder, you're like, that guy was a bootlegger in the 1930s. He looks like a 30s gangster. Uh, but Atlanta Hawks hiring Quinn Snyder. When Trey Young has already run off Nate McMillan, there were some squabbles there, certainly a power struggle. And then before him, Lloyd Pierce, although probably not a struggle with Lloyd Pierce, but at the very least, his third head coach in his young career. What do you make of the move? Well, I mean, everything that happens in Atlanta happens because of Trey Young. So I think that uh, they lost the coaches because of Trey Young. He probably likes Quinn Snyder. I think Quinn Snyder's a really good coach. I think he did well. Uh, he need, he always looks like he needs a night's sleep, to be honest with you. But he was a good coach in Missouri. He was a good coach at uh, in Utah. And I think he'll be a good coach in Atlanta. Trey Young, though, it's really on him. Because now you're going to have a good coach. Nate McMillan had success before Atlanta. Quinn Snyder has mm-hmm. at some point it's like a relationship. If you think every if you think the other person in the relationship is always at fault, at some point it might be you. <laughs> and I think for Trey Young, if it doesn't work out with Quinn Snyder, it might be him. Yeah, you gotta look in the mirror a little bit. What do they say about every time you point a finger, you got three more pointing back at you or something to that effect? Uh, Trey like Young, his offensive efficiency has come down. It's come down. And that is what he brought to the table. He is a scoring machine a scorer score brings nothing on the defensive end and it seems like brings nothing in terms of player respect around the uh, around the NBA they voted in player vote last among guards in all-star balloting there's something with Trey Young that could be exposed with a pedigree of this nature in the coaching circle there with Quinn Snyder's been to the playoffs six times been to the West semis a couple of times he's no stranger to deep playoff runs and if it doesn't work with Quinn Snyder, like you said, you start to look at exactly what's going wrong with Trey Young. The Live Tour is back. Who We don't talk golf enough on the show. The Live Tour is back. Does anybody care, Matt? I have been absolutely shocked at how little the Live Tour has mattered. Now, it's mattered a lot in disrupting the game and in taking some some names away from the PGA Tour. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. Uh, you know, Cam uh, Cam Young are probably the most important ones. But I can't believe how little the golf matters. 
I mean, the golf, I think, started today. Does anyone have any idea what happened, what the names of the teams are? Does anybody know anything? They don't. And so in year two, for people to genuinely not care at all about it is a bad sign. I know the Saudi investment fund has as much money as they want, but at some point, what are you throwing all this money away for? I am. It is. Un, I knew that the Live Tour would never pass the PGA Tour. But I am shocked at how little it matters, and I think it only matters less now than it did before. It did get started today. They are playing in Mexico. Uh, let's see here, near Quintana Roo. But like, even just trying to find out what happened, I, I feel like I'm going to get like a virus if I go to their website. Like, it is impossible. Even if you yeah. want to find anything about the Live Tour, you can't. Uh, Paul Casey is uh, sharing the lead with Jason Kokrak. But again, who cares? Because like, what's the name of the tournament? <laughs> no one knows. Like, uh, they all got paid ten million dollars just to show up. I mean, right. good for them. They're making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the average fan cares one bit inventational mayakoba is the name of the tournament but and it's, and it's on the cw network time. i will say this there what there's there's been an advancement in terms of media coverage media availability right it's on the it's, it has a tv okay, partner it's on the cw like right next to what the paul harvey show in, or not paul steve harvey show maybe Dawson's like i mean Creek i don't reruns. i just i'm sorry live tour has been a bust in terms of getting people to care about <laughs> all right so what do our main takeaway from today is vibes day right fribes day is that sort know. of why, why would you end on the weakest we thing should. we did the entire time? It is always fun to work with Matt Jones. Up next, Joe and Amber. This has been Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 8. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.